0: And I'm just going to take a couple minutes, but I want to give you something that hopefully will go with you this week. Hebrews chapter 12. And I want to look straight at verse 2. Are you there? Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. It says, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and is sit down at the right hand of the throne of God. And Lord, I just ask that you will give me something to give your people today. Bless them, speak to them, nurture, guide, and lead. And I just thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. When you talk about a church, there's a lot of elements that are involved in a church and in a church service and making things happen and, and such like that. And there's different reasons why people want to come to church. Sometimes they, they come and, and some probably relate to when they were young, their, their parents would drop them off at Sunday school or, or put them on a bus to go to Sunday school. The parents didn't go. And I think it was just a break from the kids for a few hours that they they enjoyed. Some people come to church because it gets their wife off their back or the other way around. Some people come to church because they just think it's the thing they're supposed to do. Um, Sometimes it's because that's where their friends are on Sunday morning. They like to see their, their, their pals. And one thing that I don't want us at Peaceful Valley Ministries to ever do is to lose sight on why we come here. And why we come here is for the Lord Jesus Christ and the worship of Him. It's for no other reason. I get disturbed when I hear people say, well, I don't like that church, they don't have a, a, a good youth program, or they're, they have uncomfortable chairs, or it's always too hot, or it's always too cold, or they don't like the preacher, or they don't like this, or they don't like that. Let me tell you something. If a tin man stood up here and read you the word of God, if it was the truth, you should be able to worship with it. If, if it's uncomfortable, I think about what our grandparents, how they went to church. So there wasn't air conditioning. Most of the time, there were wooden benches like those. Anybody sit on wooden benches like that during service? I remember those days. <laughs> you didn't have the creature comforts that we get used to now. And I think about... When we were in North Carolina, what it must have been like before churches were air-conditioned because they, were, they had to be absolutely miserable. They'd have the windows open and fans all over the place blowing the air around just trying to survive it, but they went because they loved God. And the purpose of going was not to be comfortable. The purpose of going was to get together with brothers and sisters in Christ and worship the King of kings and the Lord of lords. That's what the whole thing is about. And that truth that comes from the word of the living God is important. It is what carries us. It's what leads us and guides us. And there's such an attack on truth nowadays that we need to get together. We need to get into the word of God together. We need that truth exposed. That's vitally important. My son sent me a TikTok video last night. Everybody know what TikTok is? Does anybody know what TikTok is? Yeah, (laughs) He sent me a TikTok video of a self-proclaimed liberal pastor. That's what he calls himself. And this pastor started out by saying, you know, people, there's this big argument about abortion. And people try to claim that God is against abortion. Well, those people just don't know the Word of God. And I went, what? And he said, you know, when you talk about abortion, that's a pretty important subject. And if, it was, uh, if God was against it, you would think he would have mentioned it somewhere in the Bible. I was like, is this person insane? What? And... and And he said, you know, all through the Old Testament, it never mentions anything against abortion. You get into the New Testament, and it never mentions anything against abortion. And my heart was grieved. I said, this guy's a pastor? He's uh, presumably got a group of people, a flock that he is expounding the word to, and that's how good he does that job? I think of... Many passages that talk about shedding of innocent blood and murder and and killing and and, and all of those things. Abortions talked about a whole lot in the Word of God. An awful lot in the Word of God. But unfortunately, that's what so often happens. So what happened there? They lost sight on what God wants. They lost sight on worshiping of the Lord and they begin to worship themselves. Isn't that what Romans talks about? When you'll stand there and you'll proclaim, nowhere in this book does it teach a thing against abortion, your desire is overriding God's desire. Your self-will is getting bigger than God's will in your life. And, and it was grievous to me. And so, when I think about that, it's easy, and that's an extreme example, but it's easy for us to get sidetracked. And, and, and lose sight on, oh, i got to get to church today because I'm singing and i got to be there. Oh, I'm supposed to bring the, the snacks today, or I'm supposed to teach children's church, or I'm, whatever it may be. Folks, I want to tell you right now, no matter what it is you're doing when you come here, this is not about that. It is about the worship of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Everything else is peripheral to that. And I thank God for all of them who sing and bring snacks and thank the Lord for it. But that's never the reason why we get together. And I don't want anybody to ever lose sight on that, why we come together. We come together because the Lord of glory sent His Son to die on a cross because of our sin, and He rose again, and He ascended to the the, the Father, and is on the right hand of the Father today for us. That's why we come here, because He's worthy of worship. He did what was needed, and He saved our souls, and He is worthy of worship each and every day of our lives for that and six days a week we go out and we fight lions and tigers and bears and we worship the Lord all through that but on that seventh day we come together we lay it all aside we push it all aside we ignore it all and we just lift up our hearts and our hands and our voices unto our Lord and we sing praises unto the one who deserves the praise that's why we come And I don't want us to ever lose sight on that. He is the author. That means he began our faith. And he is the finisher. That means he ends our faith. He is everything about our faith. Our faith is in Jesus Christ, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Our faith is not in man, not in a church, not in a doctrine of the church or any of that. Our faith is in Jesus Christ. And that's why we come together. And so I just want us to be reminded of that. And always remember, when we come together, we come together for the Lord Jesus Christ. We come together to worship Him. And it's great to see our friends, and it's great to to have all the other things that are here. But all those things that are here are always going to be secondary to Jesus Christ. And now I have a a surprise for you. Mr. Dell, can you come up here? Dell asked me if he could spend a, a few minutes today giving a testimony and I said that would be awesome.
1: Try to get up Good morning. Oh, I've had this stuff on my mind all week and my heart. So I see we got a lot of new faces here and I've been sitting back there for five years now, and I turned the reins over to Xander. He's going to be there doing my thing next week so I can come out here and join you all, look out. <laughs> but about a few years ago, this old beat-up hippie come wandering through the door back there, sit back there. He had holes in his pants, had long hair, looked like something a cat drug in and dogs wouldn't have nothing to do with. Yeah. Boy, he was in bad shape. That was me, by the way. (laughs) Kind of changed a little bit. (laughs) For the better, the Lord has been good to me and to my family and to all of you. Nobody cared that I came in here looking like that. No one cared. Everybody just, wow, decepted me. And... uh. I'm blessed for that. And I, I love this church. I really, really do. But I thought it was time for me to join the gallery, so I asked Andrew to do that. and He's going to. and it'll be the first time and since I've been here. that I be somewhere besides back there? <laughs> so I just want to encourage everyone. The Lord works miracles. I mean, bring me out of it. <coughs> a terrible place, and set me up here. Man, I was a drunk for many, many years. And he took all that away. Just took it away. I mean, and a lot of you were here to see that. I come out of the river shivering and shaking like, it was the middle of November. It was September, but it was cold to me. (laughs) I used to work around extreme heat so I get cold I'm cold and, um, anyway thank you for listening we love, you. love you all
0: and that's what it's all about You're seeing God save souls turn lives around make somebody new because it happened to all of us isn't it amen amen so what i want to do now is i want us to just stand together and just spend some time in worship just give the lord praise however you feel comfortable doing that you can lift your hands lift your voices kneel down whatever it is let's just worship him hallelujah father we praise you today we give you glory today lord we lift up your name on high thank you god for all that you do Thank you, Lord, for saving people like Dell, like each one of us. Thank you, Lord, for drawing us out of the fire and saving us and writing our name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Thank you, Lord, for making it possible to, that hell is defeated in our lives and that we are bound for heaven. I thank you, God, that you have paid the price, that you did what was needed to save us. Hallelujah. I praise you and I give you glory. Hallelujah. You are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Beside you there are no others, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, for all that you have done. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.